And welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. So glad you're here. We're going to do something that I hope we get to do a lot over the upcoming months and years, and that is tell a van story, a lesson from the road from Lord Jupiter and Thomas (laughs) traveling uh, right now in the southeastern United States, but we're waiting for warmer weather before we venture on. I had something that I just wanted to share really quick because this topic of intuition comes up a lot. You know that when you join our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners Group on Facebook, that you can look it up by that name. It's long. It's a long name. You ought to try to say it in one breath. It's even harder. (laughs) But when somebody joins our Facebook group, we ask four questions. One is just agree to the rules. One is, where did you hear about us? Because we really want podcast listeners, or at least referrals from friends. And then another one is, what is it in your life that you're interested in working on? And do you know I write every one of those down? And one of the ones that comes up a lot is something about intuition, following intuition. So I wanted to give you a couple of intuition stories from the road. I was coming north from Florida up into North Carolina. I'm coming back to my storage unit so that I can like revamp and retool everything. I'm in a place where I can get deliveries from Amazon, got a wonderful indoor working environment if I want, or outdoor working environment if I want. I've got everything I need right here. Also, it's been a bit of a challenge to get the audiobook finished, so I'm going to use this time to finish the audiobook that I'm currently working on for Fred Dodson, and then I'll be ready, Van and me, ready to hit the road back again. I'm figuring it'll take me up to maybe two weeks to get everything done the way that I want. One of the reasons that I've not been here sooner is basically I was enjoying my time in Florida, and then the second thing is, it was a lot warmer down there, And that's the other thing, the weather. It's colder up here, and it's dancing just below freezing at night, which makes it a little dicey for old Lord Jupiter. And we don't want to push Lord Jupiter's water pipes, no more than you'd want somebody to push your water pipe. (laughs) So we're being careful around these colder temperatures. So the very evening before and morning of that I came into uh, the Hickory area of North Carolina was cold. And in fact, it was raining, which made it even colder. And then it started to sleet a little bit because the temperature got just cold enough that it was starting to come down and at least it was sticking on the easier surfaces. I pulled in for gas, for example, and it was the water was freezing on the gas, the nozzle of the gas pump, you know, that kind of thing. So after I filled up, I just pulled off to the side and I centered And I asked, should I continue or should I go to the south? And almost instantly, I just got a real peace about continuing. It was going to be okay. I have a little test that I've used for years, and I've mentioned it in here. I have a little muscle testing thing that I do, and it's one of the techniques that you can find online as well. I think that may have even been where I found it, or somebody mentioned it in a podcast or something. It's where you rub your index and finger and thumb together, and then you'll feel a tension between the pads of your fingers, and then you can ask for no tension. Or it's what I do is I say, show me a yes, and that's smooth, where just your fingers rub together freely. There's no tension. And then I'll say, show me a no, and all of a sudden now your fingers are sticky. 
like you got honey on them. Not quite that sticky, <laughs> but you know, they're sticky. And then show me a yes. May I ask about traveling on? Yes. Usually it's always yes. Sometimes it's no, but usually it's always yes. And I always ask, may I ask about? Should I go on? Yes. And see, I blend this with Fred's intuitive awareness technique, which there are a number of elements, too, that are in the audiobook. It's a very short audiobook. But at its core, it's basically just centering and then listening for that answer to come from within you. He talks about how to get in the state of how to do that. But I kind of com- combine these two, and I listen to them in sync. So if the fingers and the inside are doing the same thing, then I know I've got a clear answer. And it felt very good, and the fingers, you know, a little rubbing together was not producing any tension. It felt good inside, so I proceeded. And the other thing I knew is that I was coming from a very neutral position because I could have easily gone either way. So I came on up to Hickory, and all of my stuff is in this big, wonderful storage facility. I mean, this one really is a cool storage facility. And it has an indoor loading area, so you're able to pull inside and I didn't know that it was accessible for me to do that. But as I talked to the guy that runs the place, and he, oh, yeah, you can go in there, and there's electricity in there and everything. Man, I pulled Lord Jupiter indoors, literally by the push of a button. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I was able to go back and forth between my storage unit with total ease. And I really didn't care at all that it was raining for most of the morning, at least, and was about 33 or 34 degrees outside. I didn't even know. So I had this amazing work environment. So the little muscle test that was just saying, yes, go on up to Hickory, even though it was a couple of degrees colder and would have been more subject to freezing, it didn't matter because once I hit town, Lord Jupiter was not outside for more than another 30 minutes at the most. I mean, it was almost truly a perfect day in that regard. Now, when I finished, I was physically exhausted. I had been eating little stuff through the day that I had in the van, but I hadn't had a full meal, and I was tired, thirsty, and hungry. One of the things that I've learned about managing atrial fibrillation is that you, when you get tired, you have to know where that line is and not cross it. Because if you cross it, it's going to be a almost system shutdown. And I was right there. I mean, I was crashing. So I decided that with this going on, with it being so cold outside and just everything, that I would leave the van there. I've got it parked. I got my Jeep out, and it needed to be driven anyway. So I tooled around in my Jeep, got a hotel, and just absolutely crashed for the evening. I crashed hard and early. Before I came to the hotel, I stopped at one of those drive through finer dining establishments. <laughs> not. And I got something to eat. At that point, it was not quality over quantity or anything like that. It was speed over all else. So I got my order. And as I was walking back to my Jeep, I got this very clear prompt, check your order. 
and I mean I was too tired to even open the bag and deal with it even if something was wrong. I just wanted to sit down and eat. I got to the hotel. I had uh, already cleared, so I was able to go straight to my room. And sure enough, I was short one item in the bag. Now, fortunately, and probably one of the reasons why I was like, eh, well, don't worry about it, was because the place that I ordered from was literally right in front of the hotel. I mean, it was nothing to go back up there. But I sat down and ate and got my blood sugar reestablished and just got that, okay, that little pause, you know? And then I went back up there and I told them that that I didn't have my full order. And I said, would you just trust me? I had to sit down and eat for a minute. I was very tired and hungry. And they gave me the extra item and we went on. But it was one of those things that two little intuitive prompts, one said, go into the storm. It's colder up there. It's probably icing up there. It's going to be colder longer up there. Go. And I went and found warmth and security. Walking away from the restaurant, check your order. If I'd turned around, I might have collapsed in the restaurant. I was that tired. No, I wouldn't have done that. But I was so tired that I just didn't care. And yet the order was wrong. And the other thing that was kind of interesting around all of this is earlier in the morning, so it was while I was driving up before the gas stop of the first question. It was before that. I had been up for quite a while. I got up really early uh, that morning that I came in here. And so I was on the road, and I was just checking with myself. You know, the van life is a lot more, it's a lot busier than I was used to. I mean, things are going on all the time. The van itself, the whole experience just takes maintenance. And you have to adjust because everything you do in the van, like you have to set up for it. Like now it's time to sleep. Well, you have to set up. Now it's time to eat. You have to set up. Now it's time to make chai tea. You have to set up. Now it's time to record a podcast. You have to set up. Now it's time to do a radio show. Different setup. You have to set up. So all of these things have to be managed, and that's a lot more time. And so I'm busier through the day just taking care of van-type stuff. And I wanted to make sure that I was tuned in. So I wanted to make sure that all that busyness hadn't turned me off from being able to hear when I needed to hear something. So I just did a little spot check. Are we okay? Got a yes. I mean, just a good feeling inside. Anything keeping the channel from being open. No, didn't feel anything. Nothing came to mind. And when you're doing this, too, don't ever forget the blink, that very first pulse. In other words, if I had asked, is there anything wrong? And I had felt something off right then and tried to mask it. Oh, no, everything's right. You know, put on a good game face. I'm supposed to be a positive person. I'm living as a conscious creator, so everything's fine. But you got the blink that, wait a minute, something's out of tune. You've all listened to bands play. What do they do several times during their sets? They stop and tune the guitar because they make those little adjustments. As things get a little bit out, they bring them back. Well, that's this dance. So I didn't feel anything, so I figured, okay, everything's good. Channel's open. And as it went through the day, it worked out that way. So those of you that have been wanting to tune into Intuition... Know that it is there to tune in with you. 
And also, if you've been listening over on the Fun Astrology Podcast, you know that we are under this super mega energy right now. Between now and about the middle of April, it is, wow, all kinds of on, because two planets, Jupiter and Neptune, are getting ready to kiss each other in April. <laughs> not not literally. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> They'll be aligned in the sky, which is really intense energy. So, And they're also in the same sign of Pisces, which is a sign that they both rule. This is energy that does not happen for another 160 years. So see, we've been through these amazing energetic periods on the planet. And this particular alignment directly impacts our intuitive perceptions. It just makes us more heightened and aware to these communications. So those of you catching this in the spring of 2022, the first few months of 2022, the energy is at its peak and you need to surf the wave. It is absolutely incredible, the magnitude of this energy right now. So if you don't feel like you're plugged in or tuned in, maybe you could try some of those things. Just see if there's something there that's causing the block. Just ask. See if you can rub your fingers together and get a little dialogue going there with it. See if you can put your, your hand on your abdomen area, your solar plexus area. That's where those intuitive prompts are centered, actually. We think our heart it's really more down there in the solar plexus, especially for a lot of us from the human design system that are generators. It all comes from the solar plexus. But regardless of whether this energy is there or not, I've used this just as effectively in so many other environments in so many other ways over the last 10 years when I started to learn about this technique. And it has served me so well that the times that I ignore a prompt like I did when I was just so darn tired. <laughs> I mean, even if I had checked in the bag and found out that the sandwich was missing, I might have still just come over here and had my little sit down and then gone back and dealt with it. But at least I would have followed the prompt. I almost always follow that prompt now without any question. See, the biggest other problem is we'll get the prompt and then we'll argue with it. We'll decide that we know better. The ego will be ahead of it. Oh, no, 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 no. We got this figured out. You don't want to go that way. The prompt said to do X and we do Y. I had a bad outcome a couple of years ago from doing that. And that was like my last lesson. That was it. I don't need to know anymore. I am going to just blindly follow this because it works so amazingly well. Here's the deal. If you had something that worked at least 90% of the time, 9 out of 10 times, it was successful on your behalf. But about 7 out of the 10 times, it didn't make sense to your ego. So it works 90% of the time, but 70% of the time, it doesn't make any sense. Would you still take the 9 out of 10 results like you could close your eyes and get 90% if you traded the stock market, <laughs> you know, and you were 9 out of 10, you would be a multimillionaire in the next six months. I mean, it would be like you couldn't resist. And you say, well, why doesn't it work with that? Well, I firmly believe there are many other lessons at play there, and it's not some kind of a tool to use for selfish ambition. 
This is a soul path, soul purpose, soul guidance kind of tool. It's the kind of tool that keeps you in your best zone. So there may come a time in your life where that might be applicable, and it's time to make some money, and you've studied the market or you've tuned into the market enough that that's where your interests are, and maybe it will give you that gift of intuitive perception about the stock market. There are people that have that. Or maybe there are money lessons that are still that still need to be learned, and they haven't been. So that needs to be dealt with first. So it's all part of a soul journey. It's not part of a get-rich-quick scheme. It's not part of a satisfy the ego by taking care of all the money problems. That's not what this is for. But when you tune in and you're in sync with that intuition... I firmly believe that it will take care of all of your needs, and of course, money is one of those. So, according to your soul's plan, it will take care of the money. And I think you get the the spirit of that as well. I hope this helps. A fun little story from the road, and like I said, hope to have many, many more of these, but this was one that just happened. It was fresh. It came to mind. I captured it, and I wanted to share it out. I just wish you amazing journeys of your own, and we'll be back with more road trip and subconscious mind mastery lessons and inspirations. And if you'd like to know what that planetary energy is doing on a daily basis, check us out over on Fun Astrology every Monday through Friday. Love to have you over there as well. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.